Welcome to the Big Golf Show. I'm your host, Nick Andreco. Along with your host, Eric Arbay. Eric, what's going on today? How you doing? We're doing well. Doing well. We're going to be talking some websites today, so I'm pretty excited. How about you? Yeah, I mean, we uh, the hot topic that we've been getting a lot of good feedback on from the Big uh, big Golf Show website and, and Twitter um, feed I really want to thank everybody first for tuning in. The response so far for the first uh, handful of episodes has been awesome. So um, hopefully we keep giving out some good content here and some good information and, and you know, people keep uh, keep tuning in and getting some good stuff out of it. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, Eric, one of the big, huge things that every – not everybody, obviously, but a lot of people have been asking us to talk about uh, in preparation for this upcoming season is uh, SEO – and uh, obviously, we get website stuff all the time, but and we'll touch on that a little bit. But um, but a lot of people want to talk about SEO right now. A lot of people are asking questions about that, and that's changed quite a bit, has it not, in the last few years? Oh man, SEO. And when Nick says SEO, he refers to search engine optimization. For those of you not in the know, um, yeah, it has changed a lot over the years. Google changes its algorithm daily on on how it affects you know search. And uh, as well as Bing and Yahoo, can't forget about those. But um, but yeah, the whole industry and how people find your website uh, on the internet is changing every day with the advent of social media. Uh, people are finding links to different websites and random things across the web they never knew existed. Um, so absolutely, it's been changing. So yeah, yeah, I'm excited to talk about that today because yeah, we've been got a few uh, few replies about it uh, through the website and. Yeah, let's let's kick things off here, Nick. Well, I, I guess the things that bother us, um, there's a lot of people out there that know what they're doing. Um, I think there's a lot more people out there that have no idea what the hell they're doing. Sure. And and it, that's I guess that's frustrating. And, and you know, we hear it every day when we talk to people, whether it's you know through Twitter or on the phone or through email, um, all the time. The stuff that we hear that other people have told them about seo it's definitely humorous but it borders on uh, psychotic on some of these things i mean (laughs) yeah yeah so let's let's touch on some of the misinformation that's out there well i mean you want to talk about meta meta tags i mean i sure I I, i love when that gets brought up oh yeah people people like to throw around a lot of uh buzzwords when it comes to SEO that we hear very often. Um, these are often people that, that have maybe knew a little bit about SEO back in the day, uh, but they'll, they'll throw around meta keywords and they'll try to uh, uh, kind of pull the wool over people's eyes and make them think that uh, SEO is like a dark art and it's really mysterious and it's really tough to do. And there's all this like secret you know, pieces of code you need to put on your website in order for it to be ranked really high. When that is, in fact, the farthest thing from the truth that you can uh, that you can get. Well, so, uh, Eric, so, Eric, what is what is uh, for those people as well? What what is meta the metadata and the, some of the meta tags sure. that you know yeah. the, people that don't know what this is? What, what are these people? What are people referring to when they say you need you need proper meta information? Metadata refers to the HTML code that, and it usually begins with the word meta. And, and the content can be either uh, like your page title, your description of your page. It's basically hidden elements that you can view on a web page if you're viewing that web page's source code. 
you'll be able to see the metadata there. It's the code that only really uh, robots can see. And by robots, I mean like Google. When they crawl your site and index it to see what's on it, only they can read that information. So it's not visible anywhere on the website, on the, on the front end of the website. If you're just a regular user, you can't see it. You'd have to look at the source code. So that is the, that, that's what metadata is, actually code that can be embedded by your webmaster or whoever does your website. Um, and it used to be uh, the keyword content of, of metadata was a big thing. But that became so abused that Google and Yahoo and Bing right now, that's completely discredited. They don't, they don't pick up the keywords metadata anymore. Uh, it's really based off of your page title, your description, and the most important thing is your page's content. So, so yeah, getting back to metadata, that's what metadata is, the pieces of code that you can embed on your website. Now, we've seen, you know, obviously we've seen quite a bit. Um, we've seen some really funny websites <laughs> with metadata. Sure. And I'm, and I, and I'm, and I know this was, this is not as current. I know this was, this was like two years ago. We were working on a project for somebody. And I, I, I don't, I, I don't even know his name if we, if you probably said it, but um, remember, <laughs> I think we took a look. We didn't, I don't think he ever, uh, he's never a client of golf web design, but he was, um, I think we took a look at his site and was helping him out with some stuff. Do you remember that? He, he literally, it was, I, I mean, it was like 20 lines of keywords. Do you remember this? Uh, I believe we used to see several of those. Was it was the one where they actually he had actually keywords on his web page that were the same color as the background, so you could yes, see yes, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Which it, well, and Google calls that hidden text. Um, yeah, which is a big no no. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna zing you for that one. Right, and so, Google's uh, Google's big thing. One of the biggest things in regards to that is Google rewards content and content that is geared towards your audience. So if I'm a golf course, my audience is golfers. I want to be writing my text as if I'm talking to the golfers, not as if I'm stuffing every other word with Dallas golf, Dallas golf course, whatever. So, And they do, you know, Eric, they do penalize you um, for, for doing something like that. I mean, if you have a paragraph talking about Dallas golf course. Let's just stick with that example. If you say we are the best Dallas golf course, if you are looking for a Dallas golf course in Dallas, call, you know, 1-800-DALLAS-GOLF. Reach, you know, if you, if you continue to string those words together throughout your content, you're going to get zinged for that as well. Exactly. And, and that's, that's one important thing that people don't realize. Google not only just won't reward you for doing things like that, they'll actually uh, kind of, you know, spank you, basically. <laughs> I know yeah, recently yeah. They, they've had a bunch of big algorithm changes over the past few years, and each time one comes out, uh, it's kind of like a reshuffle of website rankings. And certain websites that thought they were doing the right thing or maybe were getting away with keyword stuffing or getting away with doing a certain tactic that maybe wasn't that good, um, they got moved down and they got penalized, basically. So not only did they just not get noticed, but they got pushed down the rankings. So that's something to be aware of. Yeah, and, um, you know, Eric, a couple things that, that Google, I know, that we always we always look for, uh, and the things that they are, they're currently penalizing you for is uh, automatically generated content, for example. Yep. Yep. You know, if, you, if, if you're not writing your own content, if you're having another uh, company or whatever or 
someone, you know, a company that does this thing automatically, they push it out to, you know, thousands of websites or whatever it is. Um, huge no-no. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Having somebody else write your content that's maybe uh, actually somewhere else on the web, the web, and actually like maybe just copying an article from somebody else's website and pasting it on yours, Google will pick that up. They'll they'll know that, that the website that you've taken it from, it's probably already been indexed. So that's something definitely not to do. Um, I know another big thing that we always look for, we, we touched on it a little while ago, is the is the hidden text or links. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's a we've seen this quite a bit. It's like, you know, like it's sneaky things. People think they're like, you know, they're trying to outsmart Google, which is funny. You know, like, um, you know, using white text on a white background. Yeah. You know, not, look, not I, I, we, we've also seen, you know, hiding text behind images, like, mm-hmm. you know, setting the font size to zero. <laughs> yeah. So those are, you know, so these are all like, some, some really good things. What, what not to do, what, what don't do. And, yeah. Yeah. What not to do. So let's get into a few good things to do. Hopefully we've kind of explained what search engine optimization is. It's basically getting ranked really high in Google. So when somebody types in whatever your keyword wants to be, Dallas Golf, that you hopefully your golf course comes at the top of the searches there. Um, but I, I've got a few tips here that'll uh, definitely help some of our listeners get ranked a little bit higher. And uh, let's 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 chat on a few of those. First first one is really simple that I think a lot of people don't realize is good quality content. You want to chat on that for a second, Nick? Well, on, con- on body, like content, you body your website. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, they talk about all the time. Content is king. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I you mean, content. Yeah, I mean, content's everything. Content's from you know everything from your page title to the URL. Um, yeah. You know your heading yeah, think, tags. It's, it's everything. Yeah, and, and people don't really like realize that, that having a good writer on staff or having somebody proofread, you know, your website's articles uh, is important having proper grammar and spelling, things like that. Um, okay, so good quality content. Um, but it, 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 well, it, and you can use your, Eric, on that. You can use your keywords. You know, it, it, I, I hate I, I hate the word keywords. <laughs> I do. You know, because there, I think there's so many better things that you could be doing to, to even using that word now, like, just annoys me. Like, it just really annoys me. Um. Mm-hmm. But using – let's just use it just so I can be annoyed – is that you have keywords. You can use your keywords, your Dallas Golf Club. You can use that if it's relevant to your content, and, right. and, it, should, and it should be. You know, If you're talking about let, – let's use the example. Let, let's just use golf courses. I mean this applies actually to the golf industry in general. But let's say you're talking about golf instruction, right? You offer golf instruction – at your golf course or at your academy or you're a private instructor. The page that has instruction, like the, the pages of your website, and it's obviously going to be a little bit different if you're a, a separate teaching professional, but let's just say a golf course for this example. If you have the, if you have a page for instruction, let's say, you want to promote the instruction at your club, that page should have information about instruction. <laughs> Right. And like good information about instruction, who the instructors are, 
What are their rates? Where are they located? It should have a, a maybe a compelling story about the instruction. Hey, we offer, you know, it shouldn't just be fluff, really. I mean, it should be something that someone's going to read and they are actually going to get something good out of. Oh, yeah, that should be that's something one of the that easy... actually, yeah. right. They actually put some time and effort into writing that content. I mean, really, I mean, make it make it top notch. You know, I mean, put. We always tell people put some pride into into your content on your website. Your your website is a direct reflection of your business. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to believe it or not, I don't. You know, people believe all sorts of different things, but that's a fact. Absolutely, you know, I mean, that, and that's 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 a fact. If your website looks like crap, don't expect people to. You know, don't expect people. If you want to be Augusta National and your website look like was done on done on GoDaddy, don't expect people to treat you like Augusta, like like they're going to Augusta National. Are going to you know hold you in those kind of regards. You know, so you should write. I mean, you should take your time as much as as important as design of a website is, functionality. You know, being responsive for mobile, which I know we'll we'll get into that a whole lot in a bunch of other podcasts, but. Those are all really important things, but if you don't have good content on your website and relevant content, I mean, why even, why even have a website, really? <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's chat about a few details here about um, about your page title. Uh, that's that's first thing here on our on our list. Um, page title is really simple. That that's the title of it's kind of it, this is metadata right here. And uh, it's the first piece of content. That's where your page starts. So let's say, like, Nick, like you were talking about right there, you've got Dallas Golf Instruction. That could be your page title. And that, that goes right into your URL. So you get the, you get the page title, the metadata right there. That should be automatically generated by whatever you're using. If you're using a content management system, whatever, that should be generated for you. Then your URL, I think a lot of people uh, get this wrong nick we see this a lot is we, we see some website providers out there putting out a url that might have like a query string in it and if people don't know what that is it's like uh you know let's say my website's dallasgolf.com forward slash question mark one two three four you know beta slash aspx like that's not a good url People, you you know, Googlebot don't doesn't know what that is. And if you've got a string, you know, a URL that says dallasgolf.com forward slash Dallas dash golf dash instruction, that's a good URL. I think that's a big tip for, for a lot of our, our golf courses, golf pros, anyone out there with a website, that their website should have good, clean URLs like that. Huge pet peeve. Yeah, yeah, seeing those ugly URLs. Huge pet that's peeve. Terrible. I encourage everybody that everyone that's listening, if you have a website, if you're a client of ours, you don't have to check this. We do this for you because it's a huge pet peeve of ours. <laughs> but if you have a website, please go look at your URL. Go to your website, you know, joepro.com, and then click on one of your pages. And if it doesn't say www.joepro.com slash instruction, something's wrong if it says www.joepro.com slash question mark just like the example eric just gave uh with a whole bunch of extra stuff added to it dot asp question mark you know whatever whatever they you know hashtags whatever they put in there 
um, big problems, big problems. And the other thing we see, Eric, what do we, what else do we see? We see like sub sub directory kind of stuff. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes that can be good, but yeah, sometimes we'll see some, some bad, you know, subdomains that the people use. And by subdomain, we mean something like golf.joepro.com, something like that. And, Oh, I'm no, no. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I misspoke. I'm talking about. Um, uh, you know, abccountryclub.com slash a slash x y z. That's yeah. I misspoke. I'm sorry. Can you can you briefly talk why that is really bad? Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's basically uh, yes. Your subdirectories there. It's if you if you have it basically labeled incorrectly. It, it's like it's a kind of like a nest it, when you're nesting things inside of each other, and when you have your your domain or, or sorry your URL that ends and supposed to be like golf instruction, and you've got before it maybe you've got you know, DallasGolf.com forward slash a forward slash proto forward slash x. Um, Google's not going to read that as uh, it's not very semantic, is what you call it. Horrible. So, That's what I call it. I call it horrible. <laughs> But you, I mean, <clears throat> so really, really, I mean, we're driving this point home because it's it's really really important. And if your URLs, if your address up in the browser is not clean, there is a problem. Hey, let's chat on that real quick. One one quick thing I see a lot of people do um, is they don't know what a URL bar is. They they type in like you know golfwebdesign.com. dot com. They'll type that straight into Google with a dot com <laughs> and everything. My wife, does I, that. I know, yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people do that, and uh, if you're out there listening, if you do that all the time, uh, use Google to search things. It's fine for, you know, if you want to put golf web design, you don't know what our address is, but go to the URL bar where you actually see Google.com. Just replace that with golfwebdesign.com or whatever website you're going to, you know, usatoday.com. You just put that up in the URL bar. You don't need to put that into Google, which I think is funny. Well, know, the other thing that too. the other thing that gets me too, Eric, is that um, when we, and we refer to Google because that's really what everyone uses is um, caching your results. That's another that's another thing that we see all the time too. Is that if you're if you if you searched your club on Google a few times, Google's remembering where you are and it's searching your location and stuff like that. So you're more likely to come up on your computer or on your device um, if you were searching, um, you know, Dallas Golf or whatever it is. So that could be a little misleading on where you are in the actual global rankings. Yeah. So and there's lots of tools out there to see where you are in those rankings. But yeah, you're right. And for people that don't know what caching means. Uh, Nick's talking about kind of saving those results on your local computer. So your your local results on Google might be different than what I type in into Google, even though we could be typing in the exact same words. We could see different results. Yeah. But yeah. So Google's smart like that. You know, just just to be aware of that, just to make sure that, you know, it's not it's not misleading. Um Exactly. But you know, what what's the the other big thing we always talk about is headings, Eric. Headings, yeah. So this this goes right into uh, your 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 content, basically, of your of your web page, the content of your web page. Think of it like an outline. I think this is really good for people that don't know maybe what we're talking about at all. Think of your content as like an outline that you're going to create for your uh, a college course. You're going to start with your heading, 
which might be like a larger font, might be bold. And then you're going to have your paragraph content underneath there. And then you may have some subheadings that may be a smaller font. They still may be bold. Maybe they're underlined. And then you'd have a few paragraphs under that. So you could easily look at that document if it was in a nice structure like that and say, oh, okay, this is the title of the document. This is a subheading. This is the content. And, and on and on. And, and so it's, it's clearly laid out. That is exactly how the website, uh, your, your content on your website should be laid out. You should have a heading. And that, that's usually wrapped in, they're called tags. It's HTML code. It's called like an H1 or an H2 tag. So it's usually like a bigger font. It's bold probably. And then you've got your content under there. And you could have subheadings as well. Your H3 tags, H2 tags, H4, whatever. Um, but basically, it's it's a, a way to organize your content on your page so it's nice and semantic. And, and that definitely helps with your search engine optimization, with your Google ranking. They see if Google crawls your site and they see a website that's nicely laid out, easy to read for the user, they're going to reward you for it. The example of like instruction, that instruction page, mm-hmm. you would have you would have the title called, you know, whatever whatever we said it was called, Dallas Golf Instruction, let's say, and then you would have um, underneath that you would have a what we call or what the industry it's called a heading tag like eric just said and you'd have that called um maybe private lessons then you'd have another one you know you talk about private lessons and you have another one below that called maybe group lessons and then you have another one below that about maybe you know golf professional staff you know you don't obviously you don't want to overdo it with you know uh, 10 or 15 headings on a page there but you know you want to be able to at the user to be to be able to easily scroll through that document and uh, you know know where they are and then like Eric said that that's all that does is help Google uh, organize your stuff and rank it and sort through it and and they say hey this is this person put this in a heading tag so this must be important let's cross check it with the content and make sure everything matches up exactly. and if they and if it does they reward you exactly. Google's really, really smart. They're really good with search engine stuff. They're pretty good. They're, they do. Are, they pay the bills. <laughs> so, so in your body content right there, let's talk about one more thing uh, for search engine optimization. And this is what makes the web the web. Uh, they're called links. Basically, uh, links are, that's what the web's comprised of, links are from one page to another. That's how you get around. Click on links. So when you do have... Uh, let's say you write a blog post about uh, a putting tip or something. And at the end of the article, you put a little link at the bottom that says, hey, if you need more information on this, don't be afraid to contact me. And maybe contact me as a link to your contact page. So that's that's a great um, example of what we call internal linking. You're linking to another page in your website that's relevant to the content that you just wrote. Or maybe in that same article you wrote, you know, something about, oh, you can also um, relate this, uh, your, your putting stroke to a, a mini uh, wedge swing or whatever it is. And you say, I wrote an article about this, uh, you know, a couple months ago. Here it is. Here's a link to it. So that to linking within your site and as well as other sites is good as well. If you've got some helpful tips that you want to tell people about, hey, maybe on this guy's website there's a really terrific article. Here's a link. That That helps your your search engine optimization as well. 
Yeah, I mean, okay. I, no, you you covered it. I mean, linking. I mean, <laughs> linking. Uh, you know, not abusing it, obviously, and it has to be relevant links. Exactly. Exactly. You know, don't just for the yeah. point of putting it in there. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, the, we 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 make the joke that Google's gotten so smart, but they really have because you, you know the best way. I mean, one of the best, easiest ways, kind of a layman's term way of explaining seo in 2013 is we just tell people well do the right thing you know i mean like like if you're hiding text and you're doing things that just don't seem right they're not um and put information that you want people pretend that someone you're able to somehow grab someone's attention in in the age of uh you know everyone everyone's you know so busy if you're able to get someone's attention for two minutes, you want them to be able to find the information they want very quickly, and you want it to be very relevant. Don't waste their time. You know, you're going to waste their time with keywords and all this, you know, worrying about all this other garbage. If you just give them what they want, organize it properly so they can easily find their stuff or, you know, the information they're looking for, you're gonna, you're doing all right. I mean, Google's gonna, Google's gonna give you two thumbs up, and you're gonna be rewarded for that kind of stuff. Absolutely. So, it's okay. it's not rocket, it's not rocket science anymore. You don't, it, it it really isn't. I mean, you know, websites should be built. Uh, you know, we we're a big advocate of this. Um, you know, that's one of the things that we've I think had had a lot of the success that we've had, Eric, in in such a short time frame is that it's building. You know, building sites that are um, structurally <laughs> coded and structurally sound for SEO. Um, I mean, we see sites every day that are just really bad, and you got to do a lot of work with a bad website. So, yeah. So that's a tip for anybody out there that that maybe if you don't know if your site's not coded well, you know, ask your webmaster, ask around people that do know what's going on with the web. Uh, to make sure it is coded correctly and it's not, uh, you know, if it was built back in 2003, it's probably, you're probably losing some points with Google because it isn't coded well. So it probably using a major overhaul if it was built back in 2003. So, but yeah, Nick, I've got, uh, I've got a few other things here, maybe a little technical that would really help some people if they don't, uh, they don't know what this is. Uh, one of them is submitting a sitemap to Google. And Google wants to help your page get ranked. Like they've got, you know, Google Analytics, which we can get into in a minute, but we also got uh, Google Webmaster Tools, which provides some really valuable data. And uh, with Google Webmaster Tools comes the ability to submit your sitemap. And if you don't know what a sitemap is, it's basically a listing of every link on your web page. You can get really technical with it, too. You can put the time it was last updated. You can put the priority that you want to have. Maybe your home page is a higher priority than your contact page. You can set all kinds of you know metadata on that. But, um, but if you contact your webmaster, make sure they have a sitemap for your website, probably in XML format, and have that submitted to Google. You know, what the, web, the website that they should be referencing... Um, that's a great website for um, businesses to do this kind of stuff. It's google.com slash forward slash uh, submit your content. Mm-hmm. Great website. 
Yeah, is that where anybody can go and just submit a website? You go in there. You can. You, you, there's there a bunch of easy links. You click around there. You can you, for business owners. They got a, they, they got places you can add your URLs, your snippets, your webmaster tools, media. A really good place to, um, you know, get your kind of business in order, if you will. Um, yeah, yeah, that's really good. And it's kind of a hub. It's kind of a, a you know, a catch-all, if you will, place uh, that Google provides. Um, to uh, you know, to to kind of make it easy, so you're not going to a bunch of different links. That's Google.com forward slash uh, submit your content, and um, you know, check it out. I mean, you can do it. There's a lot of cool stuff you can do from there. Yeah, it's easy. They make it. They make it really easy. And another thing, I've got uh, as a, as a great little tip for some of our listeners is, let's say you write some some regular content, which hopefully you are doing. Um, what you want to do after you write that content, is you want to get people looking at that page. Share your content. Maybe put that link on Twitter or Facebook right after you've written it. Get it out there a little bit. You know, if you're following the big golf show, which I hope you are, you probably notice that every time we post in a, uh, a new podcast, a new interview, or, you know, a new uh, little podcast here, um, we put it on Twitter. We put it on Facebook. We get it out there. That definitely helps your, your search engine rankings. You know, and Eric, we've been seeing. Um, I tweeted about this a little while ago. Uh, you know, we 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 track. A, you know, we track. We follow a lot of, you know, people in the golf community, golf professionals, and courses and stuff like that, and just like to keep kind of our pulse on what's going on. And I've been seeing a lot of really good uh, tweeting going on. Um, a lot of chatter, which is great for networking and all that, but. A lot of good information um, I noticed the other day. It, it was just like, I don't know if it was like a full moon or whatever, but um, a lot of good information was being put out for targeted towards students, you know, targeting towards growing their business. And then I've been seeing a lot of really good stuff come out of golf courses. Not all, not everyone's doing it right, but, um, but, uh, but a lot of good stuff is coming out of there where they're not pushing it so much. I was I was really I was pleasantly surprised. So that's good. It's good. Yeah, Everybody's kind of catching on, and uh, that's it's definitely becoming the way of the world. I think uh, was wasn't on the Grammys the other night. I mean, they got a hashtag for everything now. Super Bowl. Every commercial, you know, it used to be a couple of years ago was every commercial just ended up with their their website URL at the end of their commercial. Now they've got a hashtag at the end of every commercial. You know, hey, tweet about us. So. Exactly. You know, I mean, ha- that you just talked. The hashtags are, are are great. Getting getting stuff retweeted is great. Um, yeah. You know, doing doing promotions and stuff like that. We'll get into all that. Well, I mean, we'll probably do a whole podcast on on Twitter yeah, and, and stuff like that. But but uh, what else well, you got? You got, you got anything yeah, else over the rest of you? Yeah, I got. Uh, so that those are a few really good things for your website. <clears throat> let's hop into maybe analytics. A little bit and uh speaking of websites that's what we're talking about today uh good quality content that's king for search engine optimization now how do you track how your website is doing that's kind of an important thing let's say you're doing all the right things let's say hey yeah we just listened to your podcast we're doing all those good things how do we know who's looking at our website how do we know we're getting anything out of it well google analytics can help you with that and, and there's not it's not only google analytics there's a bunch of other 
analytics um, based websites that will allow you to track what's going on with your website. They're usually paid for. We don't like even Google wait. Analytics. Don't even waste your time. You know what I mean? <laughs> Unless you're an enterprise uh, corporation, which no one. Not if you're, yeah. yeah. <laughs> our audience, our audience. If you're paying for analytics or you're not using Google Analytics, uh, you're not doing I good. Mean, it's like it's like the Flintstones. <laughs> Seriously, I'm, not, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, you know what I mean? I'm just being, being real, man. Just, uh, I mean, Google, it, you, you, you should have, you should be, you don't need to be doing it every day. You don't need to be looking at your analytics on a daily basis. I know everyone's busy, but I mean, you should have an account. <laughs> Absolutely. You should, you should have an Google account that you can check once a year if you wanted. <laughs> Yeah, and it's easy. If you don't know how to install it on your website, it's just a snippet of code that you install on every page. If you have a content management system, it's really you should be really easy to install Google Analytics. And otherwise, ask your webmaster to, to pop it in there for you. And you'll be able to log in and see all kinds of data uh, on, on your website. Basically, how many people are coming to it. You can't see like people's names or their email address or who's coming to it. <laughs> That's anonymous. But you can see what town they're coming from. You can see what page they're hitting when they first come to your website, how long they're on your website, what device they're using when they're browsing your website, You know the total number of pages they've looked at. And what's an, another really interesting fact here is the, the keywords that come up in searches that people have found your website by. So, so if you're targeting, let's use the you know, Dallas Golf example again, if you're trying to come up for that keyword and you notice that people are only finding your website when they type in like golfer's elbow, maybe something, because maybe you wrote a blog post about golfer's elbow and that's like your most popular incoming uh, search term, then maybe you need to start working on, um, you know, getting more pages that are focused on Dallas golf as opposed to, you know, whatever else that you have on there. So... Google Analytics super super powerful. I mean, Eric, there's so much stuff. I mean, kind of speaking to to the choir here, but there's so much stuff in Google Analytics. I mean, most of the stuff people are not going to understand. No, no, they're not. They're not. And, but, and, and that's and that's fine because you don't you don't have to. I mean, you don't have to understand some of the stuff. But if if they just went, if people just went in there and and clicked around. You know, like under traffic sources or real time, what's going on in real time, your content, stuff like that. If you're just, you know, hey, I'm, I'm going to see what does this do? What does this do? You're going to get all this different kinds of data and, and you're going to see which ones are going to be most important, you know, to what, you know, to what you want to do. Maybe it is just keywords. Yeah. You know? And I mean, what I, what I suggest is um, if you do, if you have a website, and you don't know how to use Google Analytics, sit down with your web provider and try to figure out a goal for your website. If your goal, The goal of your website is just to put out information. You don't care who's looking at it. You just wanted a presence online. Then you probably barely even need to look at your analytics. It might be fun to see, ooh, hey, I got 100 hits last week or whatever. But if you actually have goals for your website, whereas you want to try to really you know, market yourself, promote yourself a little bit, or use it as maybe a a tool to increase the amount of wedding bookings at your facility or events at your facility, 
then you're going to want to set some goals and make sure you're reaching those goals through your analytics. So you can definitely do that through Google Analytics. You can get really, really in-depth uh, with them, but your, your website provider hopefully knows how to set those up for you and goes over with you know the kind of data you should be looking at on a regular basis to make sure you're reaching your goals or you know make sure you're getting there. On that on that note, Eric, uh, you know one of the um, which is one of the funniest things and I'll share this w- with some people about golf web design is one of the funniest things that I think is I, th- I think it's funny. Um, <laughs> Is we did what was it? It had to be two years. I, I mean, I, it had to be at least two, maybe three years ago. We did an article on. Um, we did a case study for Titleist. Remember that? That's right. We called we did, up Titleist did, Marketing Department. Yeah, and we talked with Titleist. We did a nice little blog article on uh, on on their website why they why they changed it over and uh, a whole you know decent. Um, no, fun little article at the time on, on, on Titleist. But what I think was funny is we were looking at our analytics um, uh, after the first of the year. And um, Titleist, when people – we come up – one of our, our, our one of our top five search – I think it was number four if I remember correctly – was the word Titleist. Mm-hmm. We're a Which web design big. company. We're a web design company. Like why on earth <laughs> – is that happening? But I'll tell you why. Is because we blog, and I th- and blogging is content, and it's got to be good content. I didn't think the article was that great, but evidently it was. It's enough to where people are reading it and sharing it and stuff like that. And it was enough to where you know it's it. Like I said, it came in, into our top five for searched words finding our website. And so I, I think the 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 power of a blogging platform. Um, of, of getting fresh content out um, is really, really powerful. Yes. You bring up a really good point there about fresh content. That's something that anybody that does have a website that wants to get traffic to your website, you should be updating your website regularly. Google definitely rewards you for doing that. Kind of interesting thing, if you ever looked at the Google search results, you go on there and type in you know, golf or golf instruction, whatever, you'll see... Uh, usually see a date at which that article was posted or, or when that page was published. And you'll notice you may see something up there that's like, you know, published back in 2007 or 2008. You know, maybe it's a good content, you know, good page. It's got relevant content. But most of the time, if it's like a timely, you know, something that's going on now, you don't want to read something that's was published back in 07. That's probably not relevant now. So Google definitely does reward uh, timely content and, and regular content, like Nick said. So if you do have a website with a blog on it, make sure you keep up with that. And, and that's one of the things that our pet peeves, too, is you go on somebody's website and you, you check out their blog and their last article they wrote was like, you know, three years ago. You're like, oh, well, are they still in business? So it gives you kind or, of a or, bad or, reputation. Or, or they still have uh, the membership information for 2010. We saw that the other day. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah. Yeah. That, you that know. Nobody, nobody's going to think that's relevant anymore. They're going to say, well, where's the 2013 stuff? Oh, you know, you I'm mean, looking for information now. But, yeah. Why do I want to be a member at a club that can't even up, – if they can't even service and update their website while you know, sitting in a chair, how are they going to provide me service? 
That's exactly the message they're giving off. That's exactly that's, how, that's right. the message. That's the message I get. Yeah, but, sure. You know, hey, we don't care. We don't care. <laughs> just give us, just give us your money. We don't care. <laughs> but yeah, okay. analytics. I mean, Eric. I mean, analytics. I mean, I think we've we've. If you don't have, you know, analytics is a free, a free tool. Sign up for it. Get the link. Have your have your webmaster, whoever does your website. Have them um, uh, tie that in for you, and, and um, uh, you know, and check your stuff. I mean, you can check it on a, on a daily, weekly, monthly. Any, any, you know, there's a whole bunch of different. Uh, you know, you can do specific dates and all that stuff, so you can track. Hey, if you have a, if you're if you're doing a special, if you're running some kind of, you know, if you're still doing Groupon and you run that kind of special, you know, you monitor that kind of stuff. You put out a blog article. Maybe you, maybe you did a, uh, a mag, uh, an article in PJ Magazine, and, and you know, you can track your hits and hey you know your website's probably going to go up when you have when you do an article in the magazine or you do a, a national publication or even a local publication you know something locally um you know those things are going to happen so making sure that your website is up to date and ready for those that type of traffic you know, pretty important i think very important um, absolutely Okay, so that's and, – and if you want to check that out, go to google.com forward slash analytics if you don't have that on your website already. So, so yeah, Nick, I think we've covered some, some really good topics on websites today. I know, uh, I know we're itching. I think we need to get into a couple podcasts about mobile, the future of mobile, how many people are accessing websites via mobile devices these days. And we, we're, we're going to have a whole separate podcast on that. And responsive yeah. design too. Not well, many people know what responsive design is yet. Yeah, and obviously that's a topic that's pretty near and dear to us. Oh, we love you it. Know. So, um, but you know, I know we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, um, Eric. I guess the the only thing I really want to mention about um, or you know drive home again is um, is your uh, Google dot com slash places. Oh yeah, we that could be a whole separate that, podcast too. That could be a whole separate podcast. So if you yeah, haven't, if you, you want to touch on that real quick, yeah, I mean Google Places, you know, go to Google dot com um, slash places. You know, sign, if you have a Google account, you can you know sign in with that, and you can sync up your business, uh, claim your business basically, and um, update your information in there. I mean, they they give you you make sure your phone number and your address and your, you know, the, maybe a business hours for when you teach or whatever for your golf course. You can put coupons in there. You can do the whole thing, making sure your location is proper. You can manage and update your um, rankings and your or not your rankings, your ratings. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's something that we're, I mean, and I know I'm dying to talk about it. Uh, and like I said, we'll save, I, I think we really probably should do, we'll, we'll see what kind of the feedback is on Google Places and how, I mean, people should be interested in it because it is really important. Um, yeah. But golf we, pros and golf courses alike. Any bit. Yeah, exactly. Any business, any, any business, big or small, I mean, should be really, um, really paying attention to that. And, you know, I know I want to get into, um, you know your your rank your uh, ratings with Yelp and Zagat. You know with with Google. You know with Google and Apple. Um, you know Apple kind of in bed with Yelp and Google's kind of in bed with Zagat. Absolutely, um, making sure your reviews are up to date and mm-hmm. not negative. 
you know, and remedying those those negative ones. I mean, you can you can interact with with these people. Um, you know, if someone's giving you a if someone give you a really bad review, I mean, instead of being mad at the bad review, I mean, you know, kind of the look in the mirror thing. Hey, did is the guy complaining because we you know we didn't uh, you know the golf carts weren't clean, you know, or whatever you know whatever the case may be. Like why are why are, why wasn't our golf carts clean? <laughs> Exactly. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe we need, maybe we need to address that and pay a little bit closer attention to our, um, you know, to our to our service there. And I mean, what a great way too. I mean, what a great way to be monitoring this kind of stuff through Google. Um, you know, people are going to. I mean, if someone comes on there and is complaining, I mean, they're giving you they're giving you free advice. I mean, they're giving you free. St- I mean, obviously, no one's going to complain. You hope that you know just to sabotage you and. You know, go on there and complain about dirty golf carts if they didn't really have one. So, I mean, what a great way to, you know, step it up a notch and, um, you know, show them that next time, hey, we, you know, we, we took that to, to heart and we and we fixed it. You know, we brought on extra staff or we made sure the staff, you know, stayed an extra half hour at night making sure everything got washed and wiped down and trash got taken out of them and all that stuff. Right. Yeah, hopefully they took it as more of a constructive criticism more than yeah. just a, a bad, mean review. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think maybe maybe we should just have a whole, uh, you know, Google podcast talking everything Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everywhere. no, that's yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll 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 put that out there. Then you know, uh, we'll give you some of our information here. You know, on Twitter, obviously, you know, at the Big Golf Show. Um, is our Twitter handle, and we'll uh, we'll 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 get some good. Qu- I mean, we got some good questions that came in, that, you know, that, that come in through the website. But um, we'll have to get a conversation going, see what kind of people really uh, want to hear about with Google, because that would be uh, that could be it easily could be a whole. I mean, it'd be tough to keep that under an hour. Oh you know? man, going for so. days. <laughs> <laughs> have a mar- have a podcast marathon. Podcast marathon. Yeah, nobody's done that before. No. Um, okay. But, yeah, I mean, I hope hopefully that they, um, you know, took a lot of those things, you know, hopefully they just prompt, the whole idea is to prompt people to, you know, individuals and, and management, you know, courses and stuff like that to uh, to really just take, take kind of a look in the mirror and look at the website and, and see what things can be, you know, can be improved. Absolutely, because you know? I mean, websites to face your business. You know, if, if if everyone's site was 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 perfect, you know, we'd have. I think we, you know, the golf business would be in really good shape right now. I think that would. I mean, it's not. The, it's not. It's not going to fix all the problems, but um, you know, some really good professional representation, I think, goes a long, long way. So, um, but yeah, Eric, you want to uh, tell people where they could uh, where they can find us. Where they can find us, yeah, on on the World Wide Web, as we've talked about. Our website for this podcast is thebiggolfshow.com. Go ahead and check that out. We've got everything that we just talked to you about today. We've got some SEO going on on there. We've got Google Analytics. We're, we're doing everything. Hopefully we're doing it right. And uh, we've got, uh, we're also on Twitter, at The Big Golf Show. You can go to Facebook. Uh, facebook.com forward slash the big golf show interact with us there and most importantly nick we've got our itunes rss feed going on at the you can just go to the podcast app on your iphone or your uh your ipad and download and subscribe to our 
podcast. Or you can go to our website and listen to this. So for everybody here at the Big Golf Show, you all have a great evening. Yeah, take care. Talk to you later.